We'd like to welcome everyone back to the Nova Society. And today we're having a discussion. Brooklyn was doing some research as to the location of some of the right-wing news organizations and the impact that that may have on their employees and some of the philosophies that they're presenting. And the conversation also turned to how a business making a decision as to where to locate might impact them. So let's listen in. All right, Brooke. So today you found something very interesting in your researching just different news outlets. And the interesting thing was, is that Fox News and Newsmax are both headquartered in New York City. OAN is headquartered in San Diego. Now, these are not bastions of conservative thought as far as geographics is concerned. So uh, what what are you thinking about all this? Well, (laughs) I find it astounding. And I don't know if, if it's hypocritical. I'm, I'm not really sure what to make of it, to be honest. I mean, I realize that perhaps Manhattan is the news capital of the United States or whatever. But if the owners feel so strongly about anti-woke agendas and conservative values and that the liberal states are those that are are uh, their policies are terrible and and that they the the states themselves ought to be um, I don't know people therein ought not to be allowed to vote or whatever it might be all the the horrific claims that are made on the air by the personalities that Fox News and Newsmax and and OAN know are untrue, that are lies. Here they are located in New York State, in, Ma- in Manhattan, and in San Diego, California, where the, their staff, if their, their ownership also happens to live in California and in New York State, the ownership themselves are protected by the same laws that they themselves are denouncing as being uh, woke or liberal and leftist, bad or terrible and and anti-American and and so on. And I just I, I find that to be absolutely staggering. The staff of all three of these very far right news agencies are protected under the laws of New York State and the laws of California. Uh, If any of the staff are transitioning, they must be permitted to do so. Their preferred pronouns must be used. The correct bathroom for the appropriate gender that the person is presenting must be used. The individual staff member is, is entitled to all the rights and privileges under the democratic laws of the states of New York and California, respectively. I found that actually rather shocked. If the conservative values are so marvelous, then surely these far-right news outlets would themselves want to live in such jurisdictions and be bound themselves by such laws. So what would cause the news outlets themselves to be headquartered in New York and California. I 
I just I just found that so astonishing and and their staff as well. And they don't they don't tell you that. I mean, you can look it up for the, for yourself. It's right there. But I guess the viewers don't consider that possibility or they're listening only to what to what the they're not newscasters to what to what to, the entertainment hosts are saying rather than looking at what could be seen as as being quite hypocritical in that the staff are saying what they know are lies yet and are excoriating the liberal states and liberal laws and so forth and yet are living under those protections yeah i mean in in many ways it's, it's i guess it'd be a it, it's happenstance um who i'm sure that walt disney corporation did not expect a ron DeSantis, but that's where they are uh, and the other thing, I think the other thing to, to really note about New York state's a kind of a funny state. Uh, now I grew up in New York state. I grew up in the upstate. The only reason Democrats win in New York state is because of New York city. The rest of the state is pretty Republican across the board. I mean, if you look at the upstate of New York outside of New York city, it is very, very Republican. And, you know, just because a company has an agenda and its own value set, that it promotes usually just doesn't translate to where they're located. I mean, if, if you're a whitewater rafting company, then it probably is a good idea that you're located somewhere near whitewater. I mean, that, that makes kind of sense. I mean, there's obviously an advantage to being there. There has to be some sort of an advantage. Like you say, New York city really is, it's a financial capital. It's the news capital. There's a, there's an awful lot of, of corporations in New York city. It's the place to be. San Diego, I have to admit, that that's a little confusing. Other than they have the greatest weather on the face of the earth that's in San Diego, there really isn't a lot there. It's a beautiful place. I mean, it's just not one of those areas where you say, well, if we want to be a powerhouse of news or finance, we need to be in San Diego. You're more like, I'm surprised they're not in Los Angeles. That would make a little bit more sense. But on the surface, it seems hypocritical. Absolutely. But then again, we could say the same thing about Disney today with the changes that are being made in Florida. I, I don't think they could have predicted them. It is a bit funny to, to look at it and kind of chuckle about it and say, you know, all these things that you're against, you actually have to follow those rules because of where you're located at. But I don't think that that comes into the the thought process when people, it's not like with with us, if where we consider where we live, when we move, uh, we move into a, a community, what are the schools like? What's access to things like, uh, you know, grocery stores? What, what are the services? What's what's the access to medical services there? All all these different things that family takes into consideration when they move into an into a community. Corporations, it's more money. Why are most corporations? Why are they uh, incorporated in Delaware? Because the rules are far more lax than they are anywhere else. I mean, there's all sorts of companies that are incorporated in the state of Delaware. And that's just simply for the advantage of being doing it in Delaware compared to say New York or South Carolina or Florida or someplace like that. So it is kind of funny. Everybody knew that Rupert Murdoch was staunch conservative. This is his juggernaut and he controls Fox. I'm not really overly sure who controls Newsmax or OAN as far as is there one, that one person that really sets the, the ideology for the company. I know Murdoch did. Uh, the person who owns Newsmax has the majority of uh, the majority owner is a guy named Christopher Ruddy. 
He is, I don't know who he is. OAN is owned by a, a Robert Herring Sr. Well, it was founded, sorry, it was founded by a Robert Herring Sr. And the ownership is a Herring Network. It's, uh, it's a media company. So he founded this uh, Robert Shelby Herring Sr. founded Herring Network. And he, uh, this Herring Network, Networks also currently owns something called Auth, A-W-E. So he is the CEO of this. Yeah, and, uh, and I don't know either one of these. I mean, they may be very high up in the conservative hierarchy. Maybe if, if you're conservative, they may be well known to you. But everybody knows Rupert Murdoch. Yes, that is correct. I mean, these are not common everyday names that that you hear. Correct. Yep. Yep. No, I'm I'm not familiar with either of those individuals. And let's I face it, after Dominion gets done with them and Smartmatic, they may not exist anymore. That is true. Yes. And yeah, I recognize that that of course well, Disney settled in Florida far before DeSantis was even in the picture. But of course, originally the Disneyland um, was in or is in California and they expanded into Florida. And initially they had a very good deal with the leadership, the government of Florida. For some reason, DeSantis has the idea that Disney sexualizes children. At least I hope. It is my fervent hope that that is not the way he thinks. I'm going to give Governor DeSantis a little bit of credit here, that he just is not that thick. I mean, that that he just, I, of course, when you look at it, Disney. He did make that statement. Well, yeah, well, that politicians make a lot of statements, but I mean, you know, do they believe the statements they make? Uh, probably 75% of the time, no. I, Marjorie Taylor Greene probably believes everything she says, like by space lasers and all that kind of stuff. She probably believes that stuff because, but I, I just find it so hard to believe. And, and here's the thing. I mean, I, we, I, we did a disc, I had a discussion with, uh, Dr. Priscilla Hobbs, who, uh, we recorded with, who will be talking about Disney. She is an expert on Disney and the, the, trying to wrap your head around. Why would Ron DeSantis pick a fight? You're in a state, Florida tourism is your life. Why would you pick a fight with the largest tourism company in your state? Disney has already said they're backing out. They were going to put, they were going to spend, I don't know, $2 billion on a, a new facility uh, and house a whole bunch of things. They're Imagineers or whatever they're called. They were going to bring them in. Now they're not going to do it. Now they're going to go back to California. 2,000 jobs gone. And it's not just Disney. You've got boardwalk and baseball, you've got Bush Gardens, you've got all these other air around the Disney, but Disney is the centerpiece. And these other, these other tourism companies rely on Disney. I mean, when you go to Florida for a, 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 a vacation, two weeks, yeah, you're going to spend time at Disney, but you're also going to go to boardwalk and baseball, probably Bush Gardens, all these other places that that's good. So it's not just the Disney employees they, that DeSantis could be hurting. And when you talk about the number of people that are employed, I don't know. It just kind of seems like he's he's decided to shoot himself in the foot. It, it truly does not make any sense. Is it this ideology thing that that he has proposed and the thing he, he talks about all the time and and all this? And let's remember, woke is not what he what he 
thinks it is. Uh, he totally defines it wrong. Is it that? If it is, I, I don't know. I, I noticed the other day, one parent in Florida objected to the poem that was written by a poet laureate that was used at the Biden uh, inauguration. One parent, one parent complained and they removed it. So it takes one parent to remove a poem or something, literature from the shelves of Florida. Now, if I'm the school board, I would have said, lady, go away. We, we are buckling under to this, to this, uh, I don't know. And I honestly can't even describe, describe it. This fear that we have of that one, one person. So in other words, if I lived in Florida and I said, I object to the Bible precedent says, you got to take it off the shelves. You got to take it off the shelves. People. I object to it. Is that what we want? That's not democracy. That's for sure. Back to the original. I don't think that like Newsmax or OAN or Fox or any of the rest of them, I don't think the decision to put them where they're at now had any, and let's face it, Fox has been there for quite some time. They've been there for quite a while, long before any of these rules and laws were put into place. And they, they, of course they didn't see it. I'm sure they didn't see it coming. Newsmax, I, they were probably there beforehand too. I'm, I'm still confused about San Diego. Other than the great weather, why why San Diego? This is a difference between a corporate decision, and it's interesting, the two people that you mentioned who own Newsmax and OAN. I'm sure they're probably big deals in the conservative, in this conservative uh, circles, but they're not household names like Rupert Murdoch. And after after uh, Dominion and Smartmatic gets done with them, they may not be names at all. Who knows? I was thinking that DeSantis might well be shooting himself in the head with the uh, with the Disney thing and the Imagineers, who, as I understand it, make six figures apiece. It's uh, not merely their salaries, but if if they are married or if they have families who come with them, for example, it is the additional salaries, the additional purchasing of homes, the additional purchasing. Uh, that these individuals will do the additional um, additions to the economy that these people would provide when one considers the potential for bringing in families who are going to have jobs, children who are going to be going to school, um, additional purchases, and so on, the effect on the economy um, would be enormous. Uh, and I've also um, heard at least claims by individuals who say that they, they no longer want to bring their delivery trucks and so forth into Florida. They no longer want to operate in Florida. They consider the environment simply to be so hostile that they simply don't want to go into Florida if they can avoid it. So how something like that that would play on a national front. I don't know how popular Ron DeSantis's actions actually are with Floridians. The few people I know who do live in Florida are not delighted at all, but I'm not able, of course, to speak to everyone and to poll everybody. But as I said, the, the people whom I do know are not delighted with him at all. Polls are great, but really all depends on who you're talking to when you're taking a poll. All we can say is from the last election, he was very popular. Correct. But that yep. was before all of this really got going. Exactly. Exactly. 
I don't think this is going to play well nationally. I, I, I don't think Ron DeSantis has a, a snowball's chance in hell as far as in the national in a national election. It'll be more interesting to see how somebody like Tim Scott, who just entered into the race. I think what you're going to see with him is you're going to see he's going to try to be the Reagan Republican. Yes. The centrist. That might play fairly well for him. He's a senator from South Carolina. You're not going to get, I mean, he's got to get going now. He's got to get the traction now, get the the name recognition out there. And and he's, he's made a few blunders. I mean, the, the crime bill thing, he, he's made some blunders uh, as Tim Scott has. So we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. It really is hard. And again, it goes back to the original topic of corporations in these these different areas that you wouldn't expect them to be. But I don't think that that was ever a conscious business decision on their part because they you can't see it coming. Disney can can like look at a the ratings of a show and they can make predictions, but they can't make a prediction on what a politician might do 10 years from now. It's it's extremely different. Same thing with, with Newsmax and OAN and, and you know, Fox. Where, they're where they are. Probably there was a business decision as to why they are where they are. Probably had nothing to do with the ideology of the location of where they are. It was strictly a business decision in my mind. But it does seem kind of funny when you, when you look at it and you say, okay, these guys are sitting in the middle of New York City. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right, Brooke, that's all the time we have for today. It was always good talking to you. Great to talk to you, and I will see you next time. Take care. So that's all the time we have for today's episode. We'd like to thank our sponsors, the JCIS, an open journal for upcoming scholars. The JCIS is currently accepting article submissions for their fall 2023 edition. Call for papers information can be found in the description. The Phoenix Group, an independent research consortium offering solutions for social issues through multidisciplinary and unbiased research. And BH Conflict Resolution Services, a full-service dispute resolution firm offering expert and cost-effective mediation services to couples, groups, and businesses. BHCRS can be reached at www.bhcrs.com. We'd like to thank our podcast partners, Buzzsprout, who hosts the Nova Society, iHeartRadio, where people get their music and podcasts, Apple iTunes, the largest source for music and podcasts on the internet, Spotify, the most popular source for the Nova Society podcast. Finally, PodKite, our analytical partners. We'd like to thank all of our listeners. If you have a comment, question, or would like to be a guest on the Nova Society, we can be reached at nova.society.podcast at gmail.com. We'd also like to remind everyone that the Nova Society podcast is now available on our new YouTube channel. We encourage everyone to check out the channel and like and subscribe. The link can be found in our description. Remember, the power of society is knowledge. So for Dr. Brooklyn Ann Weldon and all of us here at the Nova Society podcast, I'm Dr. Mark Bound. Be well, and we hope to see you again next time.